welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we're so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. We would love to hear from you. So send us an email with a question or a comment to Jim and Joy at EWTN.com. Well, today, our guest, we have Diane Davis joining us. Now, Diane is a lifelong Catholic. She's an author and the director of a mission, expan a mission expansion at Christ Life where she helps everyday Catholics, like you and me, discover their call to spread the gospel. Amen. And so, Share Christ is this beautiful book that she co-authored, inviting others into friendship with Jesus. Amen. And this great book is available at EWTNRC.com. And we do the website, it's ChristLife.org, ChristLife.org. And you know, we might think as Catholics, I'm not supposed to share my faith. You know, I just, <laughs> I, I just, I just do my faith. I go to church and I go home and, and maybe, well, we have to share our faith. We have to take our light and let it shine. Um, I can, and is Catholic, is the Catholic experience different than the Protestant experience? Yes, in some kind of churches, yes. Um, I can remember going into being a um, convert, being in Protestant land, and it was just, a, it was different. You, it was smaller. You knew everybody. You had a different kind of mission. It was different. Um, and so we bring, as converts, the best of us into the Catholic Church. And because the Catholic Church is everything that is good and true and beautiful, and we just want to do our faith better, and we want to love Jesus more. Well, we need to encounter Jesus. I think uh, historic faith-believing Catholics and Protestants believe that you must encounter Jesus Christ as your Savior and as your Lord. Happens through the sacraments, happens through your own volitional will, especially in confirmation of receiving the Lord. Um, and then we can't keep to ourselves what has mm. happened to us in Jesus Christ. What has happened to you in Jesus? Can you share that? Can you share, once was blind, but now I see? Can you share why I was like the garrison demoniac? He said, I, Jesus, you've delivered me of demons. I just want to be with you. He says, no, you can't be with me now. Go and announce what I did to you. Maybe, has Jesus done anything to you? In the increase of your love and deliverance and healing? Or is knowing Jesus the favor you're doing to him? No, it's Christ and what he's done to me. And we want to tell that. And uh, this book, Sharing Christ, will help us to do that. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away. Welcome back. Well, today we have with us Diane Davis. She is a lifelong Catholic, an author, and the director of mission expansion at a beautiful ministry called Christ Life, where she helps everyday Catholics discover their call to spread the gospel. And so the book that she's authored is called Share Christ, Inviting Others into Friendship mm. with Jesus. And this beautiful book is available at EWTN, rc.com. 
Well, Diane, we are excited to have you today. We had a wonderful conversation in the green room, and that's just going to be more ever flowing here. So you first tell our family a little bit about yourself and the beautiful ministry of Christ's life. Oh, I am a first generation American, and I was raised in a very devout Catholic family, just growing up talking about Jesus at the dinner table and you know, at night before we would go to bed, my dad, you know, we would say, Daddy, tell us like a bedtime story because we would hear all our classmates talking about bedtime stories and he didn't know any. So he would tell us more stories about Jesus mm. in the parables. So um, grew up loving Jesus, but didn't have a conversion where I truly fell in love with Jesus until 2001. And that changed my life forever mm. and um, had this falling in love with Jesus and wanting other people to know him mm -hmm. and not hearing anybody in the Catholic church even talk about sharing your faith or talking about the Lord and this intimacy with Jesus until I uh, went to the very first Discovering Christ training conference in Baltimore held by Christ Life and that was in November 2009. So Christ Life is a Catholic ministry of evangelization. It's a lay apostolate of the Archdiocese of Baltimore and it was founded by Dave Nodar. And Dave founded this because he himself had this conversion experience to Christ and he fell in love with Jesus, the, with the scriptures and with the Catholic Church. And so what Dave experienced himself, he realized he needed to spread this in the Catholic Church. So what he did was develop a three part course okay. in accordance with God's word, with Jesus' great command, the great commission to go out into all the world and you know share the gospel, baptizing people. And so we have three courses. Okay. The first course is called Discovering Christ. And that's all about encountering Jesus or re-encountering, reigniting this love for Jesus. The second course is called Following Christ. And that's all about being a Catholic disciple in today's world. Like what does it take to follow Jesus? What does it mean to follow Jesus? And then our third course is called Sharing Christ. And that's teaching Catholics, equipping them to share the gospel with others and to share their faith with other people. So um, the book that I co-authored with Dave and Father Eric Arnold is actually part of a trilogy. So for each of our courses, we have one book that corresponds with the course. And I'm um, just like very happy to be part of this. Never mm -hmm. ever expected to be doing this type of work. My background is in banking. And, but Jesus just changes everything when you fall in love with him and you decide to follow him. He does that. He writes a whole nother course for our totally lives, right? Totally new story so for us. those three areas, those three blocks, this is done in a parish or can you do it individually? Both. Yeah. Both. Okay, yeah. so discovering Christ, mm -hmm. following Christ, and sharing Christ. Mm -hmm. And so it's how many weeks? Like seven weeks? Yes. Teachings? So um, discovering Christ begins with a meal. So it's seven weeks plus a retreat day. And we begin with a meal because we're inviting people to come into a relationship. Yeah. So during me, you know, dinner and like we're Italian gym. So we know like <laughs> when we have a meal, mm -hmm. like we can sit down and we can be ourselves and we start talking. So we begin discovering Christ with a dinner. And then we have a short t period of prayer and then a DVD teaching. And then after dinner, we have small group discussion where people have an opportunity to talk about what they just heard in the teaching. How do you feel about what you just heard? And we cover topics like what's the meaning of life? And that's a question that we all ask ourselves. Mm. If you don't know Jesus, mm. you go around life 
like a hamster on a wheel mm -hmm. where you get up every morning, you maybe you get your kids ready for school, you go off to work, after work you pick up the kids, you go home, you cook dinner, and then you just wonder, is there more to life than what I'm experiencing? Is there something more? So that's a question that really draws people in. So people from within the pews and people from outside of the pews are all asking the, themselves this question. Like they all have like this void in their hearts. So that's the very first question, the very first topic in discovering Christ. And then we go on to explore the person of Jesus. Like who is Jesus? Mm -hmm. And right. why, what does he come to tell us? Like right. what does Jesus come right. to tell us? And why do I need a savior? That's a big question in the world today because if we look around at the world, you know, there's, we can tell like something is just not right. Because we can hear people say, well, God loves, God, God loves you and Jesus loves you. But when you look around at the world, it doesn't seem like God can really love us. There's wars and rumors of war. There's poverty, sickness, diseases. But what does Jesus come to tell us? How can we experience the love of God through the power of the Holy Spirit? So these are all topics that we discuss in Discovering Christ. So are you finding that people, as in your own personal journey, you did all the sacraments, yes. right? You did um, First Communion, mm -hmm. you did Confirmation, you were baptized, yes. you, did, you did all of that, yeah. and you grew in the church, but you never really discovered on an intimate level who Jesus was and right. the purpose that he brings to your life. Exactly. How, how, is, how is that happening? What are we missing to, for our fellow Catholics? Where, where, where is the... Where's the void? The What's happening? Right? Yes. There's a, a disconnect. And I mm -hmm. think we've all read those Pew reports that say the number of people who no longer identify as Catholic, the number of people who leave the church, the people who identify as nothing, they're called right. like the nuns. And mm -hmm. that's actually like the largest growing number mm -hmm. of people who are identifying with no religion at all. Like they're just abandoning God. And I think sometimes in the Catholic church, our gut reaction can be, well, we just need to teach them more. Mm -hmm. We need to give more catechesis. And there definitely is a place for catechesis because we do need to grow in our faith and learn. But the foundation of everything needs to be this relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. And we need to understand what he has come to do for us and that not everybody gets to heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus said very few are going to make it into heaven. And so how do we get there? How do we live beyond this life that we have here that can be filled with trials and sufferings and challenges, how do we get to spend life in eternity with God mm -hmm. where things are going to be perfect? When you're leading this discovering Christ, mm -hmm. let's say in a parish, yeah. and so we want all priests and bishops to be listening that you can have this in your parish, yes. best way to kind of implement this. Is it made up of only members of the congregation? Do other congregations come? Do people that are not a part of the congregation, can they come to this? I mean, who might not have any affiliation with a church, Yeah, everybody can go to Discovering Christ. For the Absolutely. Seven. So I should share with both of you that before I joined the Christ Life team, I was a practitioner. So I was running this at my parish in Poughkeepsie, New York, mm -hmm. and we had almost 700 people come through the course. And the very first time we ran it, we ran it at my friend's parish in Poughkeepsie. And we had a woman who was Jewish who came. And she came because her boyfriend, she was dating a guy, he was Catholic. And he said, oh, my parish is going to have this course, and it looks like we might be getting married, like our mm -hmm. relationship is heading in that direction, and I would want our children to be Catholic, mm -hmm. come and explore a little bit more about the Catholic Church. So she came week after week, 
And the very last night we had, um, we just like opened the mic and we said, if anybody wants to share what your experience was, yeah. you know, we'd love to hear from you. And she stood up and she said, you know, I was raised um, Jewish. I didn't really know much about Jesus at all. But now after finishing this course, I just want to say, wow. I love you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And she joined RCIA. Mm -hmm. They got married in the church. They went on to have a couple of children wow. who mm -hmm. they raised Catholic. We went to their baptisms. So um, discovering Christ is for anyone. Right. It's for people either sitting in the pews who want to go deeper in their faith or maybe have never heard yeah. the gospel message <clears throat> preached clearly before. It's people who have left the Catholic church yeah. It's for non-Catholics to come. And it's a very non-threatening, very welcoming environment that we create. You know, there's no judgment. We like to say, um, we have like a judgment-free zone. Mm -hmm. We just welcome everyone right. to come. Well, it sounds unbelievable. And, and you're like, you know, and you it grieves your heart that there are people in the pew that maybe have a, a wealth of knowledge even about their faith. Uh, about their religion and who, what they believe, but not who they believe in. Yeah. And that real intimate encounter with, with, with Jesus, that relationship, yeah. and that, nor can they articulate that. Right. And that's grievous, yeah. you know, because some people have done a lifetime of that, yeah. you know, and not, and how many people only believe, that's why we're having a Eucharistic revival for three years in our country, mm -hmm. so that we can understand that Jesus is in present in the body, blood, soul, right. and divinity. That's right. It's just, it makes your heart so sad, but thank God that there's this beautiful ministry that where people are saying, you know, I, there's more, and always in Catholic land, there's always more to learn, always Absolutely. more to, yeah. I mean, who can plummet the depths of the knowledge and the mm -hmm. beauty of the Catholic Church yeah. in all its understanding. Mm -hmm. So right? in these teachings that you're giving, especially mm -hmm. the first one, Discovering Christ, mm -hmm. um, it sounds like a lot of catechetical teaching to me. It sounds like teaching. What makes it unique? Is it that when you give the teaching that you kind of invite people mm -hmm. To, to pray this, mm -hmm. to say, to activate it. Like you've been baptized, but do you understand that? And do you mm -hmm. want to stir that up? Mm -hmm. So my guess is that there's a lot of invitation, a lot of opportunity for prayer, so that you're intimately meeting the Lord mm -hmm. and not just having the educational catechetical aspect. Right. You're igniting it because it's a person. Right. All this, if there's anything good here, our faith is about a person. The Word made Perfect. flesh, Jesus Christ, yes. the eternal Word. We're trying yes. to share the Word with you. Mm. Now right. the Word is here. Yes. And, and do you want Him more fully? Right, right. Well, actually, the first five sessions of Discovering Christ are what we call, um, the church calls, the kerygma. So the kerygma is a Greek word for the good news, for a proclamation. Mm -hmm. And so the first five sessions, we're just... We're not catechizing, we're evangelizing. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're welcoming people in with the, just love. And we're saying, okay, if you don't believe, that's okay, but let, let's get through the course together. Mm -hmm. And you can talk about like your hesitations in like this safe environment, like this safe small group. So we're proclaiming the, okay. the yeah. kerygma in the first five sessions. After the fifth session, we have a retreat. It's the Holy Spirit retreat. And in that retreat, we give an opportunity, we give everyone an opportunity to respond to the gospel because, you know, the Bible says that even the demons know that Christ was born, died, and was raised mm -hmm. from the dead, all for, the, for our salvation. But it's so it requires more than just head knowledge. Yeah. You know, when Peter in the book of Acts, when St. Peter was preaching the gospel to the crowds, the Bible says that the people were cut to the heart 
and they asked him, what do we do now? Mm -hmm. And Peter basically said to them, well, you have to respond. You have yeah. to repent and you have to be baptized. So every time the kerygma is proclaimed, it requires a response from us. It's not just head knowledge. Mm -hmm. We have to say, yes, Jesus, I want you to be my Lord. I commit my life to you. I want to surrender my life to you. And that, in our opinion, that is the game changer. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what is missing. So right. it's not more teaching. It's more about, okay, well, what are you going to do with this information that mm -hmm. we just gave you? Right. What do you want to do with it? And it really is an act of surrender yes. and a day of conversion. Mm -hmm. And we all have to convert and come under the authority <laughs> of Jesus yes. and, and articulate that discover that to say, my God, I am a sinner. Mm -hmm. We do that in confession, mm -hmm. but then, you know, are we doing that in confession? Is our life changing? Is our light shining? Yes. And are we sharing it with yes. others, which is so important. So yes. it's a new evangelization yeah. for and the so, parish. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, people might say, well, I'm a little insulted by the word evangelization, like I'm a pagan or something. Yeah. But no, the popes have spoken about a new evangelization. Mm -hmm. The whole nations that were once Christian right. have, have wandered off. Or there may be some aspect of the faith that we don't understand fully. You know, I'm trying to obey as best I can. Right. But, you know, I'm not going to be prideful to say there isn't anything I, I can't learn or go deeper. Do right. I know it? And so you said, we just want to invite you again to hear that word afresh. And give, mm -hmm. give yourself to the extent you believe you're supposed to do that. Right. And then other people are coming in and they really are out there in the world. They're not baptized. They're not whatever. Some of them are easier than the people in the church. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. yeah. They're just yeah. like, I don't know anything, but I, I have this warmth towards you. what, you're what? Right. And, and they're they're really coming to know him and then they'll go on to come into the fullness of the church. Yeah. Well, no one should be offended by evangelization because the church teaches yeah. that evangelization is the grace and vocation proper of the church, her deepest identity. And the church yeah. exists in order to evangelize. So as a Catholic church, we do a lot of really wonderful things mm -hmm. like education and um, we take care of the, yeah. the sick and the elderly, but the church teaches the primary focus, yeah. our reason for existence is to evangelize. Primary focus mm -hmm. and reason we exist is to evangelize, which evangelize. is to chatter, to <laughs> announce, to gossip Jesus. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. But you got to know him. We have <laughs> to know him. Yeah. And, you know, in all four God, like I like to go back to scripture. So, for example, like everything that we read in scripture, like we need to do what Jesus tells us to do. Mm -hmm. And I look, like to use the example of the Our Father. So we, as Catholics, we pray the Our Father every day. Every time mm -hmm. we pray the Rosary, we pray it every Mass, we pray it every single day. Um, but that's only in two Gospels. So that's a very important part of our lives mm -hmm. as Catholics mm -hmm. to say that prayer. But what would you think if Jesus says something in all four Gospels? Mm -hmm. Would mean that's like really important. Mm -hmm. And in all four Gospels, Jesus gives us this missionary mm -hmm. mandate mm -hmm. to go out and to evangelize. So mm -hmm. this is part of the Great Commission. It's more, most clearly in Matthew 28. Yeah. So this is a, a call from the Lord himself that the church echoes. Yes. You know, the church is never gonna go against scripture. The church amplifies mm -hmm. the scripture. So what is evangelization? Some Catholics hear this word and I've heard people say, well, um, St. Francis of Assisi said, preach often and mm -hmm. if you must, use words. And mm -hmm. St. Francis never said mm -hmm. that. Um, and of course he wouldn't say that. And the church says in the catechism, it says this, it says evangelization is the proclamation of Christ and his gospel by word and testimony of life in mm -hmm. accordance with Christ's command. Right. So evangelization needs to be both. It needs to be our witness 
Because imagine if I'm trying to tell you about Jesus and having this great relationship with him, but I'm a gossip mm -hmm. and I steal mm -hmm. right. and I'm cranky right. all the time right. and I'm, I don't use kind words, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be a very good mm -hmm. witness. Mm -hmm. So our witness is very important. But then we also need to be able to articulate yes. the gospel in a way that, just like St. Peter did, it touches people's hearts yeah. and it makes them say, well, what do we do now? Right. Like, right. Joy, now mm -hmm. what do I do? Mm -hmm. You just mm -hmm. told me this good right. news. Unfortunately, right. now what we're going to do <laughs> is to stop. Thank okay. God you're here mm -hmm. tomorrow. Yes, I'll I think be you're back. just beginning mm -hmm. to unpack the great work of Christ's life and of this particular third aspect of the things you teach, sharing Christ, knowing Christ, following Christ, sharing Christ. So we'll see you again. Great. Tomorrow. Thank you so much. We're going to take a break at this point and we'll be right back. There's plenty more to come. Don't go away. Welcome back. Well, you're not even going to believe it today. We have Father John Paul with us. This man has been all over the world, everywhere in the United States. It's just nice to have you back here oh, on that's good. Home. Just recently, I was uh, up in D.C. for the March for Life and Walk for Life coverage. And, uh, Great coverage. We saw you. Well, thanks be to God. Mm -hmm. well, I wasn't on it too much, but mm -hmm. just contributed with our EOE 10 employees and offering masks there. And I'm so glad uh, for this show. It's such a great program. Um, Christ's life. I think just uh, uh, the image that I, comes to mind that I, I was reflecting upon as she was speaking, uh, Diane, um, is uh, the hamster wheel. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we can find ourselves just kind of stuck in life and feel like you're just on a hamster wheel and you're going nowhere. Mm -hmm. And maybe sometimes you don't even know it, mm -hmm. that you're on this hamster wheel and you're looking around, you're looking around and nothing's changing mm -hmm. in your life. Um, and that's a problem, you know, that's a problem. That's a rut. I mm -hmm. think we all get ourselves in ruts mm -hmm. and we need to pray for the grace of the Holy Spirit, you know, to, to get out of that rut, mm -hmm. you know, and, and realize, I think that you know, Jesus is the one who we should be following, not, not being on that hamster wheel. And essentially you're, you're kind of following yourself. Mm -hmm. you, you're kind of chasing your tail in a mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, the Lord is the one that you should be yeah. chasing after, mm -hmm. following him. And I might add, his footprints are not, you know, nice and neat footprints, so to speak, but sometimes they're very bloody footprints, you know, that go to Calvary. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I like the poem, The Footprints. It's a beautiful poem, yeah. you know, beautiful, nice yeah. uh, footprints yeah. in the stand. But sometimes yeah. the, the way of the cross is, is Calvary, it's tough. Mm -hmm. yeah. I like the sections of their, their teachings and their formats discovering Christ, really knowing him, coming into a great encounter with him, being evangelized once again, and then following Christ, as you're saying. We have no right to not share the cost of discipleship and then sharing Christ with others. It's holistic. And you can imagine when I travel and I get lots of questions about this, some people ask, so what are you about? And sometimes I don't have a time. I don't have mm -hmm. an hour to share with them what I would like to. So I think every, every Christian, we should 
have a response, right, for the hope that is within us. Mm -hmm. So even if you have just a two-minute, three-minute response, or even a 50-second response mm -hmm. yeah. of what you're all about. Yeah. Yeah. People do ask me, what are you? Yeah. What are you about? Mm -hmm. Well, even if I'm coming out of the elevator, I need to have that 20-second yes. response. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Father, would you close us uh, in a prayer? Sure. Family, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he turn his face to you and be merciful to you. May he show you his kindness and give you his peace. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Father. Thank you, Father. Wonderful to be with you once again today. What a great faith. Isn't it wonderful to be a Catholic? To discover and to rediscover again and again the depths and the riches of Jesus Christ, our Savior and our Lord, and to follow Christ all the way till the end. Those who persevere to the end will be saved, and God will give us the grace to do that. And then to share Christ. Like the Gerasene demoniac who was delivered from these demons, legions. And once he was delivered, he said to the Lord, can, can I stay with you? Can I be with you? And Jesus said, no. Go to announce to the people what happened to you. Mm. To share Christ. What's happened to me? And if you don't know what's happened to you, you need to find out. Because that's your testimony. That's your witness. And the Lord will work by his grace to lead others to himself. God bless you, all of your loved ones. Keep it on EWTN. Bye now.